welcome to episode four of Our Weird Life. Episode four. My name's Jodie. And my name's Jack. And you are joining us on a Wednesday evening. (laughs) (laughs) A very warm, stuffy, humid. Uh, Yes, I didn't say, sorry. This is the podcast where we talk about random stuff that happens to us in Japan. Yep, because that's where we live live there. Yes. We We are a married couple, late 20s. So, how do you do, do Jack? How do you do, do you mean? (laughs) I don't know why I said that. I've never said that before in my life. Can you believe this is episode four? Yes. It's almost as if it's a weekly podcast that's recurring (laughs) that we keep coming back and doing. (laughs) Yeah, it's rather fun. I'm I'm enjoying it very much. I mean, how has your day been, Jack? Since I haven't seen you, I've literally just walked in and we had dinner. And here we are. It was fine. I went and spoke to the guy who we work with who mm-hmm. unfortunately dropped an iron door on one of his appendages <laughs> and broke it. That makes it sound dirty. It's on his foot. It was his foot. Yeah. <laughs> so he was hopping around merrily in the teacher's room today. He's yeah. a really great guy. He's amazing. He's one of those people that you just can't dampen his spirits ever. Yeah, he's always happy. Yeah. You can't um, beat those people, can you? They really are like, they, they keep the world turning. Not at all. Like, it's great and it's lovely, but also it's a bit annoying. Because don't you feel, <laughs> you're just like, where do you get this energy from? Can I have some? Like, you love it. It's lovely to be around. But at the same time, you're like, oh, I wish I could be like that. I wish I could wake up with that envy. kind of energy. Yeah. Like, every time, every morning I wake up, I'm like, Oh, please give me some like. I've just, I just figured it out. What he does this. <laughs> For people who are listening, Jodie's like rubbing her arms by her side, like trying to like soup yourself up. Yeah, he he, he makes fist with his finger fingers. <laughs> he makes two fists either side of his body, and he mm. does a little jog thing, and he's like, right, come on. Let's go. He's like amping himself up. Maybe that's it. He G's himself up, doesn't he? Yeah. Maybe that's it. Must be. Maybe if you do that every time before you're feeling a bit like you're flagging, Hmm. you're like, no, it's just in my imagination. Well, next time I'm feeling a bit blue, I'm going to gyrate my arms backwards and forwards (laughs) and generate some heat. Some heat. Yeah. (laughs) See if that does anything for my mood. Yeah, I'm going to try it too. So how was your day? I had a nice day. It was very pleasant and it's very bloody hot in Japan at the moment. It is rather, isn't it? And I actually think I burnt myself today. In the sun? Yes, in the sun. Oh, no. Like, can you see here? Does that look burnt to you? Not from where I am. We are sat in like a bit of a dim it is dark, room there. But gosh, it's hot today. It was really hot. And I'm pale as they come. Well, I went out into my car. Why did I say that? That's not a phrase. <laughs> pale as they come. I'm pale as they come. What's the saying? Um, I don't know. It's something like that. I'm Is pale it? as they come. It's not pale. It's like I'm something as they come. Oh, you're <laughs> paler than the paler than the glowing moon. I'm like. very pale, so I burn very easily. Tanning. I tried it once. We were on a beach in Portugal. I'm sure you remember this, Jack. I do. I sat there all day. All I got was freckles and I cried. I was burnt and I had freckles. Do you remember that? I do. And I remember we got back (laughs) to the UK and our parents were like, 
where, where have you come from? <laughs> have, yeah. you, have you been away anywhere? Have you been on holiday? Because you look ill. Yeah. <laughs> but it was so hot that we couldn't even go in the sun, I yeah. remember. Yeah, and that's kind of what it's like here. Yeah, it is. Like I went out today um, in the middle of the day just to get something and oh, I couldn't stay out there too long. No, it's Even awful, in the it? car, it's like it's too hot. That's and what it I was it burns say. through the window. I got into my car and without thinking... And it had been sat there baking in the sun for a few hours. I put my hand straight into the steering wheel. Oh, me too. And it was like... Me too. It's so hot. Shocking, isn't it? Shocking. 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 They have those gloves here, the driving gloves. Well, now I understand the point of them. I'm going to get some. I'll just get my winter gloves They look a bit silly. They look like... Because they come um, up to your um, Arm socks. (laughs) Arm socks. Arm socks. So, am I going first? I mean, this yeah. week is that yeah. what you Go okay? So I had a thought because not anything particularly like crazy or interesting happened to me this week, but I did think that people don't really know us that well. Okay. So I thought that we'd do like a little fun Q and A, but they're not going to be normal questions, Jack. Oh my gosh! They're going to be a little strange. A little strange. Just you know, not your normal questions. Okay. Sounds I got fun. them from Google, so don't get too excited. Oh, that sounds dangerous. Um, so I'm just going to ask you some questions. Go for it. Is that okay? Yeah. Do I get to ask you questions or not? If you want to, or I can answer the same ones. Okay. Okay. First question. Yes. What's the most useless talent you have? Useless. Useless. Um, I. <laughs> I can bend my thumb back quite far you can that's pretty useless that's true actually what could you use that for i mean nothing <laughs> so jack is what do you call it double jointed yeah and he he's thumb. my thumb just bends quite far backwards and it looks a bit it looks like it's made out of uh, rubber i'll tell you what it's not good for mm. massages you know what, I've got to say, it really affects, because it, it hurts, because it, obviously mm. my thumb goes back further than it should. Can but you it, stop? It looks it, disgusting. It presses <laughs> on like some kind of weird nerve. So when I'm, mm. let's say I massage your back, for instance, it just keeps going. It's, it's not it's not the most pleasant mm. thing. It's, it's not a thumb. It doesn't feel like a thumb. No. When you massage, it's like there's no pressure there. Because when he pushes on my back, his, his thumb just bends backwards. Yeah. Which so is what's not, like? Not what's the point? Exactly. Can you think of a use where you would need to have a bendy thumb? <laughs> <laughs> you, there's probably something. I mean, I'm I'm guessing it's just because, like, I'm slightly more evolved. <laughs> 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 That's what the, so out there there is a use for my thumbs. Maybe it's like to do with phones technology because they were invented in our lifetime. Well, unless they start making phones that you have to like bend your thumbs back to use them, then I don't know. No, but they're more flexible, aren't they? So they they wouldn't hurt as much as you like typing away. Mm, I'm not sure. On your phone. Either way, let's go for that as my answer for useless things. That's a good talent to have. I mean, not have. I'm not, I'm not going to lie, it, it took me it's a long time parties. to cycle through my many useless talents. <laughs> it's good for parties. I mean, is there such thing as a useless talent? My thumbs. Mm. <laughs> I would say, for me, probably stilt walking. I highly disagree with you there. Because, 
I mean, it's good for what it is, but what are the uses it good for? So we, I the started entertainment of the world. Right. Okay. I started still walking maybe like eight years ago, something like that. And I did a few parties and, you know, we did lots of cool events and stuff like that. But other than obviously that, there's no use for it. Like I literally, do you know what I literally did? I spent my like holiday doing, time off doing, cleaning people's gutters. I mean, I experienced that too. Because, because like the people are like, oh, Jodie and Jack can get up there on their stilts. But that's not useless though. I mean, it's not useless, but it, it felt very useless. It's like, I've trained to do this. This is very, like, I'm, prof- I'm a professional. And I get I'm paid to do this. Now, now I'm just cleaning up I mean, my neighbour's gutters. I mean, that's just people taking advantage. That's, <laughs> that's not, doesn't make it useless. I can't really think of anything that is completely useless. For you? Yeah. No? Not really? I can crack my toes, but... That's just annoying. It's not a talent, is it? Let's go with still walking. I see what you mean. I, I, I get I get the gist of what you're saying, but I think toe-to-toe. It feels useless <laughs> now. <the> thumbs. <laughs> I mean, it feels useless now to me because okay. I'm not using it and I can't do it forever because it's very dangerous. It's very so, specialised. Yeah, there was only a short period of time that I could do it, mm. really, if you think about it. I can't, I can't, I'm not really going to do it after I'm 30 because... I don't want to break my hips. And it hurts too. It takes it, it a lot takes of energy. Toll. It does take its toll. And it's really dangerous. Yeah. You take a bad fall on that. I mean... We did. Yeah. Well, you d- did you? Uh, No, almost though. Almost. I fell once. Oh my gosh, my knees were black and blue. They were. God, that's another story for another day. You bruise like a peach. I bruise like I do. Have you seen my bruise from the dog? I have. A dog jumped up on me, on, on the back so of me. So mauled by Tiny a Tiny little paw, little cute little paw, like, oop, on, on my back of my knee. <laughs> Massive bruise. Huge bruise. Have you seen it today? Yeah, I don't think the uh, justifies the bruise that you've got, honestly. One of the kids noticed it today. I was like, oh, I'm not explaining this. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to think that I've been beaten up. Oh, great. <laughs> Well, it's just hard to explain because it looks way worse than it was. If I'm like, oh, a dog jumped on me and they don't understand the, all of the English that I'm using. Yeah. That was question one, by the way. That was question one. <laughs> Let's go. Which fictional character would be most boring to meet in real life? Uh, which fictional character? I'm going to specify this to cartoon characters because personally, for me, that's more fun. I actually just thought of someone. Oh. And I'm going to annoy a lot of people by saying this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Who? Harry Potter. <laughs> I think he's. I think he's so for a for a kid who yeah. has so much like backstory and family history, all that kind of stuff. Mm. He's so boring. I mean, I I do agree with you a little bit. He's not the most interesting of the characters. Like, Mm. Ron has got something about him. Hermione's got her thing. Yeah. He doesn't really have a thing. He's just kind of like this perfect little boy. Exactly. And that is not... That, to me, is boring. Yeah. It's almost better to be, like, having perfections. It's more relatable. I think so. I mean, he can do magic. Pretty cool. 
But he but, can't. He can't show you it because that's against the rules, isn't it? Well, and also, he can't be like Jack. Watch this. If I can meet Harry Potter, that means I can also meet Dumbledore, and I can meet all the rest of the the Harry Potter crew, mm. and they can do magic way better than Harry Potter. Can I mean, that, that's not true. I'm saying they've got quirks and they can mm. do magic pretty well. That's yeah. that's what I mean. So, but the most boring. Like, he's the most that you can possibly think of. The thing is, fictional characters, they're intentionally not boring usually. And if they are, if they're made to be boring, yeah. they're hilarious. I know what you mean. I was thinking that because I was thinking if it's a cartoon character, they're supposed to have something about them. Well, they're all zany usually, or they've got a kind of thing about them. Mm. So I'm going to stick to Harry Potter. What about Mr. Bean? But he's not dull at all. He's weird and kooky. That's it. And... I love Mr. Bean. But if you met him in real life, no, he wouldn't be boring necessarily, but you couldn't have a conversation with him. God, he'd be annoying. <laughs> you couldn't put anything down. He'd be play- <laughs> playing with it and trying to stuff it up his nose or It'd something. It'd be kind of irritating, wouldn't it? Like, he's great as a character. Mm. Like, great to watch. But if he was in your presence... Absolute hazard. Like, imagine him trying to eat sushi or something like that. But that would be entertaining, though, too, wouldn't it? It wouldn't, yeah, it wouldn't be, boring. be boring. It'd be but, far from boring. But he doesn't know that he's he's the source of entertainment. So That's you'd true. be laughing at him and he'd be like, uh-huh. Yeah. Like, what are you laughing at? Yeah. Although in the movies, he irritates that guy so much and, like, ruins his whole life and then makes it better. Oh, the American dude. Yeah, and same with the, in the other movie with the... French kid that he tries to rescue, but he actually stole him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still going to stick with Harry Potter. Okay. Yeah. The amount of people that <laughs> would hear that and go, you heathen. Well, you read the books too, didn't you? Mm, yeah. And he was flat in that, to be honest. What about like um, Frodo? Frodo? <laughs> Gandalf? <laughs> No, you don't think. See, Sam, Sam's great. He's the man we all aspire to be. <laughs> Isn't he? But Frodo. Hmm. Frodo, I think he could fall into the, the vanilla category a little bit. Yes. But he the takes the burden of the one ring to rule them all. But Sam's the And he gets a bit snappy. He's got a bit snappy. That's what I mean. He's a bit like... Hmm. Goody, goody. Maybe. I'm still going to go for Harry. Okay. Yeah. I was trying to think of a, a cartoon because that's way more fun. I know. No, because she, she's funny. I was going to say Thomas's mom in Tom and Jerry. Oh, Thomas. 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 But, but she's quite funny. It could be. Go on. Droopy from Tom and Jerry. Oh, yeah. And he's yeah. like, how are you doing, everybody? And he speaks really slow. Am I thinking of the right one? His, his face is like... He's in the one his voice is all like... Uh, 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 like that. Yeah. He sounds like he's melting like a candle. Yeah. He looks like that too. Yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of Droopy. But again, you've got a cartoon dog in your living room, so there's nothing boring about that. That's true. Been... I'm thinking about it very literal. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't be. Anyway, that was question two. Okay. Let's do another question. One more question. <laughs> What is something your brain tries to make you do and you have to will yourself not to do it? <laughs> um, you know, there's, there's something I picked up on that I do very recently. 
And I think I've done it for a long time, but I didn't realise. Okay. I have songs that play in my head, like everyone. Yeah. You just get a random song in your head. And the beat or the rhythm of the song... I know what you're going to say. Do you? You try not to walk to it or mm. run to it. No. Oh. But something like that. It's not tapping it out. It's to do with movement. You're staring at me so intensely now, and you, he's like paused. I wish you could see him. He's I'm, like paused I'm in poised this like like a cat ready he's to got, pounce. He's got his hands either side of him. I'm he's desperately just, trying to remember he's exactly what it is. He's just staring at me, and it's creeping me out. If I'm being honest, it's something like I will be sat watching the TV, and the song will start playing in my head. I've got the rhythm or like the drums going, you know, in my okay. head, and I cannot stop my feet pressing into the floor in that rhythm or or pressing my fingers together in that kind of rhythm. Wow, that's weird. And it happens a lot. Wow, that's freaky. It really is. I did yeah. not know you did that. I thought you were going to say, like, if you're listening to a song or you can hear a song in your head and you, you're, like, walking to the rhythm as if you're in your own movie. No, it's not like that. It's... But that is funny, though. You do do that, right? I'm not alone in this. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, you like imagine that you're being filmed or something. Yeah, and all of a sudden you're like, you're, you're, yeah, you're part like, of that scene. But then you're like, on. does everyone around me, can they see the extra pep in my step? <laughs> Do they know what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I definitely do that. Yeah, it's quite fun. And I do it, that's what it is. It's to do with food and chewing as well. Oh God, so have, that's so annoying. I have the rhythm in my head and I'm eating something at the same time. And I'll be, like, chewing in a certain motion oh, God. that will match the rhythm in my head. That's so annoying. I wish you never told me that. I feel like I'm going to start doing that. It's, it's so... Where does that come from? I don't know. You, oh, hello, car. Vehicle. You've probably... You, didn't, you did it, like, once, and you were like, well, that's annoying. I don't want to do that again. And then now you can't stop thinking about it. Why know. does your brain do that to you? It's like, don't think about that. And then it comes up. It's just, it's awful, isn't it? Mm. For me, I am... Um, bad brain, bad brain. <laughs> I, I, t I said this last episode, but it's, I'll imagine things when I close my eyes. Mm. And then I'll open them and be like, you know, I'm trying to tell myself, like, don't, don't think that, don't think that. Like scary things, I'll imagine that I've, I've seen something or heard something. The you brain I mean? is... It's an actual nightmare <laughs> that it can do that to you. And it's almost as if it likes to do it to you. Yeah. It's Sadistic. Weird. Your own mind is like playing tricks on you. The power of the brain. Yeah. And you're like, why are you doing that brain? Stop. Yeah. Go to sleep, brain. Yeah. I saw this like meme thing last week. It wasn't really a meme. It was one of those things that tries to scare you. It worked. A jump scare thing. No, no, no. It's like, ow. It's like a picture and then it'll have a description with it. Yeah. Um. So it was It was basically just like a coat or figure, just a, a silhouette of a man or like a thing. But it was saying how this thing existed in everyone's home. I hate those things. Right? We have a, like a, a coat rack right opposite my bed and every night since I've looked at that and been like, there it is. Yeah, stuff like that is... It's so dark because it plays on your mind yeah. constantly, doesn't it? And that's the type of stuff I'm like, no, brain, no. It's a coat. It's a coat. You hung it there. Stop. 
Yeah. It's not going to hurt you. Even if it was a shadow man, you've lived this long. <laughs> he's, he's existed this long. <laughs> you may as well be as a friend. Yeah. So that's what I do. Do you want one more? Go on, let's have one more. Okie okay, dokie. Okay. All right. What ridiculous thing has someone tricked you into doing or believing? And I have a really good one for this. Yeah. Yeah. Like as soon as I saw it, I thought of this the one thing. Well, you say yours and I'll see if I can think of anything. Okay, so mine was when I was a kid, I was a bit of a tomboy. I always had like a group of guy friends and we used to play in the woods, say we were about 12, 13, you know, just nothing to do. And one day, these two guys that I was with, they told me that there was a murder in this wood that had happened years and years before because they'd been friends for a really long time before that. And they'd showed me where the knife was left and where the body was left and how it was in this bag when they found it. They said that they found it and then they had to call their mom and get the police and I didn't believe them I was like no 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 and but they were so deadly serious about it and I said well I'm gonna ask your mom and they were like no please don't mention it they get really upset and they said that one of their moms in particular will, would cry or she has a panic attack every time she thinks about it and like they really really convinced me that this happened so then you know, times went on and I'd, I'd be hanging, because it was in the area, I'd be hanging around and I'd be with another friend and I'd tell them, oh, a girl was murdered here, like, can you believe it? Blah, 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 tell the whole story. Again, I did it again with another friend. Oh, yeah, look here, this is my friend's told me someone was murdered here, blah, blah, Because when you're kids, stuff like that, you know, it was just like, ooh, listen to this, spooky story kind of thing. Anyway, years and years and years later after that, so I was probably like, I don't know, 19 or something, I don't know, 18. One of these people, we were walking past this forest and I was like, oh, that was that, where that woman? And they were like, what are you talking about? I was like, that woman was murdered here? And, you, and they were like, what are you on about? And I was like... Am I, and I, I went in there and I showed them and they were like, oh, they're like, you mean that trick we played on you? And I was like, you never told me it was a trick. I spent my teen years bringing people here, <laughs> showing them <laughs> like, hey, look at this weird thing that happened. What a terrible that? thing to do. I believed it for years. Kids are so sadistic. But they didn't realise, they just forgot. They didn't realise they hadn't told me because there was two of them. I think one thought the other person told me and the other one thought the other one had told me. That's bordering on evil. <laughs> I mean, kids lie about stuff. But I don't, I don't believe things that easily. I'm very suspicious of people and yeah. I can usually read people quite well. But these two, oh my God, they must have had like a pact or something to try and get me to believe something. That is dark. Some of the people I told... I never told them that it didn't exist either because we would have lost contact or whatever over the years. So they also believe it now because Thanks I haven't seen because <laughs> I haven't seen them again. <laughs> to this day, <laughs> to this day, they're probably still showing people around. That's where that, that's where that oh murder gosh. happened. So that reminded me. Do you remember when you were young? There would always be urban legends or myths that would go around. 
Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. The one messed me up for a long period of time. Really? And I could not go into a bloody bathroom. Don't tell me. You can't tell me this. Why? Well, I'm going to think about it then. <sighs> you just said you couldn't. You couldn't go into a bathroom, Mister Horror over here. I'm saying when I was a kid, it was. I am a kid mentally. All right then. We'll glaze over that one, shall we? Well, now I want to know. Well, no, I'm not going to tell you. Well, okay, you can tell me. If you don't think I'll be scared of it, you can tell me. No, I think you will. Now I thought about it. It doesn't really matter what the thing was. That was what I was convinced about because it was... I think it must have come from older kids, passing it mm. down to younger kids in the school. Yeah. And the younger kids were all like, oh, my God, and it really, you know, ties into the, into the real life. Yeah. And I remember a lot of other kids saying the same thing, that it... It affected them in the same kind of way. Wow, really? Yeah. Horror, children are awful. <laughs> I think that it doesn't come from kids. I think it comes from adults that tell the story and then the kids copy it. And pass it on. Yeah. I guess Because so. there was a girl in my school and she was doing a Ouija board. Mm. But I remember exactly what she told me, like that you draw a body on a piece of paper. Yeah. And you put the glass over the body or something. And she'd all she'd done is overheard her her mom and her auntie talking about it. Right. And she was trying to do it at school. And this was in primary school. Yeah. So that was at the same the same age actually. Yeah. Was talking about. So, it must be a thing that happens to kids around that kind of time. I think so, because you're old enough to know that bad things happen yeah. by that age. So You'd like invent the worst ones, I guess. Mm. I heard loads of weird stories like that. Yeah. It yeah. must be worse. I was thinking about this in terms of like the modern age. I'm saying that like we, we grew up in the Bronze Age. Or no, but we but... didn't have mobile phones until we were like No, and the, the internet 12. wasn't really a thing until like yeah. years down the line. But say now, and the way that memes and, you know, all that, uh, creepy pasta thing that used to exist about urban myths and like Slender Man all that sort of oh, stuff. Yeah. It must be a nightmare for kids now. The same kind of thing, like yeah. they can see and are exposed to so much stuff that's really frightening. Mm-hmm. Way more than we had. You know, yeah, we just I... we just had a lot of word of mouth stuff. They've got media that can make anything real. I think they're I think they're probably growing up too fast now. They're just exposed to so much stuff. Do you reckon they see so much that actually they are desensitised to it? Maybe. I reckon that might be the case. Because that does happen, doesn't it? You, the more, I guess, you're exposed to it, you get desensitised. Well, I feel like you see videos nowadays, music videos, film, TV, that would be shocking, even to kids, yeah. what, they're, what they're allowed to see. So say around that age range, we'd be looking at music videos and things like that that are popular. Yeah. Some of the music videos, like one I watched the other day, I'll have to show you it, it's just so sexual. And I know it just changes depending on the time, but I can't even imagine watching that. Because I remember like... Like a modern? Yeah, yeah, it's modern. But I remember, you know, when Lady Gaga used to come out in all these ridiculous things, we'd be like, whoa, that's so... Out there. Out there (laughs) and edgy and wow. But now it's not because... Everyone's doing stuff like that. A new level has definitely been set. Yeah. Within the the modern. Yeah. Well, age you'd be of like, oh my gosh, that pop star's in her underwear. Whoa. Yeah. That's crazy. But now every pop star's in their underwear. 
But eventually, you surely hit a point where nothing is shocking anymore. That's what I mean. everything is boring. That's why I think they're growing up too soon. I feel like kids should be kids. For a bit longer. For a bit longer. Especially at that age when you're not... Ooh, I keep touching everything. Destroy the... <laughs> wreck the shop. <laughs> wreck the shop. At that age, I think that you're just very vulnerable and you, you've not fully developed yet. But then you're looking at all these other people that are like, you know, look at my huge boobs or whatever. Mm. And you're like, oh. You are massively impressionable, aren't you? Yeah. But I don't know. I reckon it's a tough job being a kid of today. Yeah. Kids of today, you have a sympathy. <laughs> yeah. And there's almost too much choice too. Oh, that's the worst. Choice too is much the choice. worst thing. It's like, oh, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. What? What do you mean? The, the, like, most, the most terrible <laughs> advice that can be given to any person. It is. You can do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. You can be whatever you want. No. no you can't. Do what. Do the thing that you're good at and persevere at that. Yeah. And make a business out of that or make your life out of that. And when you're sick of it, move on to the next thing. And that's fine. Everyone everyone does that at some point, I think. And or success do that. seems to come to people who are successful. Like it snowballs. You know, yeah. a successful person has, sorry, a person has achieved success. Their next jump to success is half the time. Yeah. And then it's half the time and then half the, and until they're just rolling mm. in a pit of success. <laughs> and you can do what you want, but just do one thing, yeah. the thing that you're good at. What? Don't do everything. Don't try and do everything because your time is split between so many different avenues that you never give one thing your full attention yeah and that was my mistake is that i gave too many things my attention i still do it now (laughs) now it's a habit i can't break i think we were the generation that was hit with that honestly yeah too many choices you can be what you want to be all at the same time no you can't i mean it it is like wow it's great but make it doesn't make it easier to make that choice yeah, you've got to be, when you've got so much freedom, freedom yeah. is a wonderful thing, but when there's, there's so much of it, mm-hmm. to have the discipline to narrow it down to one thing and then seemingly turn your back on all those other things that you've got so much interest in, that's hard. Earlier on, I was watching a, a podcast with David Blaine and Joe Rogan. Okay. It's a great podcast. Very yeah. interesting. I like both those people. David Blaine's latest escapade is he wants to... It's called Ascension, I think. And he's going to attach thousands of balloons to him. Oh, my God. And he's going to float up as high as he can into the air. What? Yep. And then what? Then, when he hits... His goal is 25,000 feet. Jeez. Which I think is about as high as... Is that as high as Everest? I think that's what he said. Or maybe not quite as high as Everest, but almost there. When he gets to about that uh, altitude, he's going to cut ties and drop from 25,000 feet. No, he's not. Yeah. How, though? What do you mean, drop? And to what? Well, like a parachute? I don't think so, because he was talking about all this crazy stuff where a guy who he was training with didn't use a parachute and dropped into, like, a net. From this extreme height, he's, he's crazy. The man is has no limits. Clearly, sorry, I just how come no one questions him? They're just like, oh, okay, he just 
was in a box for how long? I mean, he talks about all this kind of stuff. That's what why it was so, why it was so interesting. But when I'm listening to him talk, I'm thinking, where does this come from? Mm. Why do people have this inbuilt desire to do things that are they're based? There can be death wishes. Yeah, it might be the last thing they ever do. Their life could just be like gone mm. in an instant from having this adrenaline-filled rush inside and be like, yeah, I want to jump out of a plane with no parachute or whatever the thing is. Yeah. Who invented the bungee jump? What kind of <laughs> utter psychopath thought, I'm going to tie this elastic band around my waist and see what happens so yeah. we can all have a good laugh at, you know, see when it breaks. It's so weird. Where mm. does that come from? It is in us, isn't it? It's just there somewhere. Do you think it's... Well, so way back in time... We had to live on instinct all the time, so we didn't get hunted by an animal or mm. get killed in combat trying to hunt one down. Is it a desire to feel that sense of I'm on the edge of life and death thing every day? Is, is that what it is, do you think? Maybe. Maybe it releases some sort of, I don't know, thing into your body, like the adrenaline, and that feels good, right, when you have adrenaline, it's like... Yeah, I mean, it's I can exciting. I can understand the the result that the you get thrill. from doing something that's as a thrill seeker. I get that, but it's more the origin that puzzles me. Yeah, like, like at why? some point in time, it that thing started. People mm. started doing daring stuff. They started being daring, put themselves out of their comfort zone. Yeah, I don't know if it comes from maybe it comes from something in their childhood or that they. Or your childhood, you know, depends how how seeking of thrill you were as a child. I don't know, or like your family are, or well, part of it was he got one of his tricks is to he stabs himself with things. I was about to say that to you. So he he brought the ice pick onto the show and got Joe mm. Rogan to put an ice pick through his arm. I've seen that, yeah. and he did it, and as as you know, he doesn't bleed or seem to blink an eye. Although he did hit a nerve, which was. Not very pleasant to see. Oh, God. Anyway, uh, and he showed this other guy who many years ago used to, he could actually, he could be stabbed with a a rapier, which is a really thin, sharp sword, Mm. through the stomach, through the lungs, and it would pass right through him, and he was fine. Until, ironically, he got too cocky and decided that he was going to swallow an ice pick when he tried to regurgitate it, it didn't work. Oh, God. So he went to sleep and he died in his sleep because the ice pick went into his heart. What? Yeah. How unfortunate. What? He just left it in there? I think... That's I'm mad that to he me. he couldn't get it out. I'm you sorry, know? that's mad to me. Yeah. If you do it... That, okay, okay, it's gone wrong now. Yeah. Now it's time to go to hospital, pal. Don't just lie there. I know, with this <laughs> floating around in Like, your if you put yourself in that risk, then surely there's a there's an emergency button, you know? Like, okay, guys, I've, I've gone too far. Buttons, beep, beep, beep. It's stuck, guys. Yeah. Ambulance, hello, help me. I think they must get off on it rather than be panicked. Well, maybe he died it. happy then. Maybe he was like, this is it. I'm quite, <laughs> I'm going to see what happens. Meh. Maybe. But he, um, what was the wow. point of what I was saying? Yeah, so he, he put the ice pick through his hand. But when he was explaining it, he talked about Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin died because 
Well, do you know why? Because of a stingray. Which? Stabbed him in the heart. Okay, that's exactly what I thought. That's not why he died. Oh. The stingray hit him in the heart. Mm. The reason he died was that he, he pulled it pulled out. Pulled it out. I was going to say that. He I didn't know it that. Because yeah. it's got little um, spikes on it, right? Well, apparently it's a corkscrew shape. Yeah. So when he pulled it out, it sort of just wrecks his heart, oh, which God, is don't awful. Say that. Oh, God. Yeah. Because another stingray had dived out of the water, what? had skewered this 70 year old guy who was on his boat mm. in the heart. But the guy waited until he was rescued and didn't, he left the sting in. Mm. And he was okay. As you know, I'm guessing Steve Irwin would have been in a similar situation. But that's awful. kind of strange because he he kn- knew a lot about animals. Maybe it was panic. I mean, how often would you get stung by something like that? I'm not saying that it was his fault or anything like that, but it's in this. It's the same thing as like if David Blaine, anything happened to him, well, were they happy because they were doing what they wanted to do? Hmm. Like he loved animals. He loved being around animals, and. You know the risk when you go into it. I guess so. So David Blaine knows the risk of going up in those balloons. So if something happened to him, you would think that he would be okay with, okay with it. I guess so. Like the guy with the ice pick. You know, there's some people who go through their life and they have incredibly dangerous jobs or like Michael Schumacher, for example. How can you go from being a bloody seven times world champion, arguably the best racing driver in the world, Formula One. Yeah. To being paralysed in a skiing accident. Mm. It's it's so weird. But yeah. It, it all comes down to that same thing. This inbuilt risk that we're willing to take. Yeah. Which I don't possess. <laughs> Nor me. I. I, I think you got to be someone quite extraordinary to like racing drivers. I mean, I know the payoff is. Is good, so but the, the risk, risk is, is so high. One mistake and that's yeah. it. Yeah. Well, not, not even in your control. You have to trust every single person on the track. You have to trust every person that's telling you what to do in your ear. You have to trust your team and the weather and their predictions. And you've got to trust, like, so many people and your life is in their hands. Like, they're not the one in the car. It's probably just as miraculous that so few accidents happen in those sports mm. you know relatively there's, there's not many not anymore I think there was a lot back I suppose back in the day uh, yeah. but let's say now the fact that there are as few as there are I mean one is too many but you know you yeah. know what I'm saying relatively even that's pretty miraculous yeah but that's only because of the many years before of these people who do go through it and who lose their lives because of it yeah Crazy, crazy stuff. Crazy Daisy. Absolutely. <laughs> I want to end on a good note. Okay. Well, um, it, re- it reminded me of the, you know, the David Blaine thing, the balloons. Mm, yeah. It did remind me of Up a little bit, actually. Well, that's sad too. It's a nice film. No, it's not. All right. You say something happy. No, it's not. I literally <laughs> cry in the first two seconds of that opening. They don't knock his house down. Maybe it gets destroyed, Jack. Yeah, but he floats away to that magical place, doesn't he? No, it gets like dragged along the floor and like. He makes a new friend. He's not a lonely man anymore. Yeah, true. He's got little. What's his name? The boy. Yeah. Or the dog. The boy. 
the boy is called? This is trivia. <laughs> <laughs> Carl. No, that's, no, that's his name. It's on the tip of my brain. Again, brain. Think. <laughs> you just... Um, the boy is called... The dog's called Doug. Oh, yeah. The bird's called Kevin. And the boy is called... We've, we've only seen this film how many times? We can't remember his name. I keep wanting to say Eric. <laughs> the, the boy is called... That reminds me of Liar Liar. Russell. Russell. The colour of this pen is... <laughs> 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 That's a great film. And on that happy note, let's end the podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel like it's been a dark one, this, this uh, It has episode. been a, a dark and gloomy podcast. No. Oh, it hasn't. It's been joyous. Are you kidding? The thing is, we wanted to make this because these are the type of conversations me and Jack have just generally. Yeah. Like This off, is the norm. This is, we just, this is what we do. We yeah. go off on massive tangents and at the end of the conversation, we're always like, oh. Definitely should have, like, someone should have listened to that. Absolutely. It's not, it doesn't really benefit your life in any way. No. But it might, you know, kill some time and make you think. (laughs) 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 (sighs) Nothing is off the table. Nothing's off limits. So we feel like we should say at this point that we are now on... Spotify. Yes. And Apple Podcasts. And... Google Podcasts. And? (laughs) Our main channel is through Podbean. We're also linked through uh, YouTube and Deezer and all major podcast hosting sites. So if you like what you hear, please give our channels a like, subscribe, follow, all that kind of good stuff, please. Yeah. And is there anything else we need to say? I think that's about it for this episode. Okay. But it's been a, it's been a good one. Enjoyed it. Yeah, nice deep convos. I'm gonna drink this cup of tea now. All right. It's probably gone cold. We'll speak to you next time. Farewell. Bye. Bye.